Welcome to True Health Live, where we explore and acknowledge basic truths on some of the hottest topics in public health. If you are a public health student, experienced professional, or just interested in multiple perspectives in the public health arena, then this is the space for you. Join us. This really comes as like a recap to um, the last, like the episodes that we talked about vaccines. Um, you know, it's really important that, you know, we even just make another disclaimer, you know, the vaccines are something that are very personal and it's really a choice of the person to decide if they want to do it or not. So, um, Anishka, like you weren't able to like, you know, kind of add to the conversation last time. So I want to, you know, kind of create some space for you to like, you know, share like, you know, some of your thoughts on the vaccine and then, you know, what, what that means to you. Sure. Thank you. I'm glad to be back with everyone. Hello. Good morning. Um, so personally and professionally speaking, um, I just wanted to say, you know, I think the most important thing is for everyone to have the sufficient and efficient amount of um, education. This way they could be properly aware of what's going on and all the moving pieces when it comes to this vaccine rollout. Um, Because what really causes a big disconnect um, is misinformation or not enough information. People can't make a distinct decision unless they have the right amount of, of information. And so if you can't, it's like, you can't fix what you don't know is broken type of thing. So you can't make the best possible um, decision for yourself when it comes to this vaccine if you don't have all the right information. And so I think it's a matter of doing your own research and doing having your due diligence, just applying it, um, listening not to the hearsay and people's theories and their um, what they think, because you have to remember people are sharing a lot of opinions and not facts. So go to resources, um, to the the resources that you know are factual um, and are solid. Um, And if you have like, you you have friends who are in the uh, public health field or who are doctors who who have this knowledge and you want to have that one-on-one more, one-on-one conversation and with someone that you trust, I would encourage you to do that as well. But for me, it's mostly just having the education piece, having the information. And I, for one, I'll be very transparent. Um, you know, I haven't gotten a vaccine as yet. And so I don't, I don't, I don't tell people to do it. I don't tell people not to. I just want to have all the information I can possibly have so I can make a very informative um, choice. Um, and so I encourage people to have the same kind of point of view, because whatever you decide is going to be what's best for yourself and your, for your family and so forth, especially if you're caring for, for young ones. Um, and it comes to a point where they are eligible. You you want to have all that information. I'm also a parent. And so I know if I'm not doing something, my child isn't going to do it. But I want to be able to be very well, have a, a well-rounded decision to make because I have the education and I have the knowledge and I've asked all my questions. And and I followed up on those questions. And if I needed to ask 10 more follow-ups, I'm going to do that because at the end of the day, this is um, protecting myself, protecting my family and others as well. Yeah, I think that's um, really key. You said something, basically like the whole crux is like making an informed decision. And that's even the whole point of why um, 
this podcast exists is because making an informed decision about your health is so key to maintaining health and, and achieving good health and health is wealth, right? So mm-hmm. like, how can you not um, be informed and gain wisdom, you know, uh, or get be wealthy in your health without that wisdom, without that knowledge? And so that's the whole point of this. You know, it's, you know, we do this because we want to make sure people have the tools they um, can get to make informed decisions about their health. And all of us being from healthcare and public health backgrounds, we have not only anecdotally, but like just professional insight on what's going on. And and I think like it's so key to share that with people, especially from a real personal point of view, right? So, you know, everything doesn't have to be stuffy and clinical. You know, we could come and like, this is what we think. This is who we are. This is, this is the information we have, you know? Have some, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. So I, I think you touched on something in a previous podcast um, where you spoke about uh, the education, right, and the level of the information that is being shared. So I think with everything uh, as it pertains to access to information, it's about understanding the average grade level, the ability to kind of focus and and really pay attention to a thing. Um, Even access to the internet versus the elderly, who is the primary population that is being focused on, you know, the geriatric population, they're, they're, they're getting information from the news, right? The average senior citizen is getting information from the news. How accurate is that information? How concrete does the news lay out um, details about truth? Um, uh, so I think when we think about being, you know, informed. Many of us take for granted the idea that we can go on and and, and research things ourselves. Um, so for those of us listening, we have to also be responsible for how our parents and grandparents and even our neighbors who are who are aged get this information um, yeah. and really understand um, the idea of, you know, there's that very, the doctor knows best model that is, um, I mean, my grandparents are in their 80s. And so th- what the doctor tells them is what they do. And so in those instances, we have to just make sure that they know because they know we care. Um, and so it's not saying, yes, do this or no, don't do this, but really laying out the information um, as you said, Anushka. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It, it's the language, right? It's it, You have to alter language. And I don't mean like, you know, I mean the dialogue. Like if I'm talking to elders from back home or Caribbean elders, my accent will come out and I will speak in a way that they understand. And I'll use examples from our culture, right? And if I'm speaking to young adults who grew up in the hood, so to speak, right, um, there's, a, there's a way to speak to connect. And, and connection is key, right, when you're dealing with communities, um, various people of different backgrounds, different cultures, and so forth. So it's just knowing how to tweak the language so people understand and understanding the people, too, um, being able to listen to their concerns, being able to understand that, you know, they don't. I don't have to come in and use um, big words and all these like, you know, clinical terms. If I know the person I'm speaking to has a high school level education and 
doesn't know and isn't familiar with all of this terminology. And that's not to say they won't understand what I'm saying. It means that I need to just um, tailor what's coming out of my mouth and the information I'm sharing. Um, because quite often, even when, like I, I, you know, I said, you know, talk to someone you know that um, that you trust that perhaps is in the field. Because you trust them, you know they're going to break it down to you in a way that's going to make sense. Um, so yeah, that's a key component of having all of this make sense to the regular person, the everyday person. Yeah, yeah, it's so key. Is this how we speak about it? How we talk about it? Um, and that's why, like you know, earlier I was like, let's let's just flow, let's just talk, because that's how people that's what people understand. You know, the things that people watch and listen to the most are the things that they can relate to. So that's how we need to you know, tailor conversations is, is making them relatable. Um, and I think that's how you get people to understand like, hey, this is what you should be doing, right? And this is what you could be doing. It's that preventative health, the preventative um, medicine so that we are not very reactive. Thank you for joining us here at True Health Live. Remember to like, save, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment and send an email if there's a topic if you want to discuss. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at True Health Live. You can also listen on DeidreSully.com. If there's a topic you'd like to discuss or hear, you can send an email to truehealthlive at gmail.com. See you next time.